Who is the best team in the NFC, and how did week one impact our perspective of how to stack all the teams? We're delivering our NFC power rankings today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Joe, I texted you a name this morning. Do you remember who it is? Yeah, I remember you t- texting me this name, and I had no idea what it was for, and um, figured we'd just move on, but now you're bringing it up. And so now oh, it's yeah, no, you're not going to ghost my text messenger. Graham Barton, offensive lineman, Duke University. I need you to watch him. He's our left tackle. I mean, we talked about him a little bit. I watched him some against Clemson. Did you know he also has played center in his career? It's probably where he needs to be. And he was a recruited guard coming out of high school. A five-position player. And he moves like a center, but he's 6'5", 311 pounds. So he's built like a tackle, moves like a center. I think there's some anatomical line questions there. But uh, I did that eval this morning, and... I was really excited because one of the consistent themes amongst what we perceive to be the best centers in football, not named uh, Kelsey is their bigger body players. Mm-hmm. Right. I think he could be really special there. So we, and, we, we build the like, show. We like build the show is the NFC power rankings. Kyle's like, let me tell you about this Duke center. Yeah. Well, he's technically Duke left tackle, <laughs> but I, I, that's, I, we had a thunderstorm came through. It rained for the first time in what felt like four months. Yeah. So my daughter woke up in the middle of the night and came in. And it's incredible how such a small body, she's she'll be three in December, takes up the entirety of the bed. Yeah, it's a brother. Right? It's incredible. So I wake up, it's 3.45 a.m. I got a crink in my neck. I'm twisted and contorted mm-hmm. on like my six-inch ledge on the edge of the mattress. And I'm like, I'm Six inches, up. that's good. That's, that's a yeah, healthy. I did, I did okay. I did. Yeah. I said, I got to get up. And she kept pulling the covers down, and we like we we like it cold. I keep trying to pull it up. She keeps pushing them down. So it was do a they, nightmare. Do said, they I'm end up sideways? They wind up on top of you. Right. They talk in their right. sleep. Like this is just crazy. Yeah, we got. So the I was thing. I was up before watching Grand Bar, so you could probably see the bags under my eyes. Yeah. Um, I was up watching Grand Barton at four a.m. this morning, and felt compelled to tell you that he's going to be your kind of player. NFC power rankings. Let's do it. That was a quarterback silent cadence for anybody not on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I shook up the NFC a little bit more than I did the AFC. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit. 
uh, there's some movers and shakers here for me. I've got a lot of movement. Uh, I tried to keep the same energy as yesterday as best as I possibly could pertaining to the top of this mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Our objective, especially because all, all th- three of what we perceive to be our, our clear separation teams all won, right? I can't wait to see what you did with your four and five teams from last week. <laughs> so They're different. They're different. <laughs> We're going to do the top five, mm-hmm. the middle five, and then the bottom six. Last week, from an administrative standpoint, Joe, we both had the Eagles one. I had the Cowboys two. You had the 49ers two. I had the 49ers three. You had the Cowboys three. We each had the Seattle Seahawks at four, and then I had the Saints, and you had the Giants at five. Okay, okay just one, two, and three. Can we start there? Yes, it's the same three teams. Did you change your order? Yeah. Okay. I've got San Francisco one. I've got Dallas two, and I've got Philly three. Okay, so can you do the thing and justify? Because we talked it like we didn't change the AFC side of things. Yeah, Kansas City lost, Cincinnati lost, Buffalo lost, and we had Miami at four, and it still stayed Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Miami. Mm-hmm. So just talk a little bit about why you decided to. I did the same thing. I moved oh, Philly down to three. Okay, and I want to hear from your perspective yeah. why you did it before I share why I did it. I just feel like those were the the results were different. I was. For San Francisco, I had a big question about Brock Purdy just stepping right back in after a weird offseason, rehabbing an elbow, uh, late-season success. You know, how did that sustain? And they went on the road and beat the tar out of the Pittsburgh Steelers in a game that I thought Pittsburgh was going actually going to win. And so they, I mean, they absolutely exceeded my expectations, and I felt like I needed to correct that quickly. So that's what led to San Francisco going there. I mean, then Dallas goes and dismantles the Giants in every imaginable way. I mean, these two teams were completely dominant against other teams that I expected to be pretty good at their stadiums. Meanwhile, the Eagles kind of farted around with the Eagles, or excuse me, the Eagles farted around with the Patriots, still won the game, still a top three team. I think they can obviously win the NFC, but I just felt like the 49ers and Cowboys made that much of a statement that they deserve to be one and two over the Eagles at three. I'm glad I'm glad you went that route because for me it it was a lot about we're being honest about Philadelphia. You played Bill Belichick, Tom Brady's in the house. They do the halftime thing with the parade and the let's go and the running down the field and the jersey and the podium and the kissing of the babies and all that stuff. So like that that environment certainly was a challenging environment to go to and play. And then you have Belichick with four months to prep for your offense, right? But you talked about San Francisco answering the question with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy looked really good. And if we're being honest, uh, in spite of the kind of fortunate bounce of the ball in certain stretches down the stretch last year for Brock Purdy, he looked good last year. No, mm-hmm. he got fortunate with some of the turnover-worthy plays that were not converted. But if that's a, if it's a sustainable in the way that – Purdy showed last year and you cut down on the negative plays and and they did that against Pittsburgh of all teams who we have really high expectations for and they're really banged up Deontay Johnson's gonna miss a few weeks now with a hamstring yeah. issue with a lot of hamstrings as well yeah a lot of hamstrings right now Greg Dulcich went down I know we're not talking Denver Broncos but that that hurt my heart to see Dulcich mm-hmm. has a, a hamstring issue he's gonna miss some time um so San Francisco I think with the Brock Purdy element Answering the call 
and then Dallas winning the way in which they did. Um, everything that you were afraid of, if you were a fan of another NFC East team that Dallas was defensively, they didn't even play that well offensively. Yeah, right. Exactly. I know because I lost by half a point. Dak Prescott was my quarterback. So that's how I know that. Nobody cares about my fantasy. Nobody. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I came away from Philly a little bit more interested in what it looks like. I think there's a clear and obvious separation for those top three teams. Um, but Dallas, San Francisco, each move up one spot for me. Philadelphia goes down to three. I could very easily see, depending on what happens this coming week, Philadelphia pinballing all the way back up to number one. Sure. Like it's just, it's that close with those three teams. And that's the point of what we're doing here. We're trying to take this information in stride and continue to stack it. So that's the spirit of the, of the project here. Uh, four for me, Green Bay Packers. Five for me, Detroit Lions. Uh, the teams that made statements. That's the theme here in my top five. Packers dismantling the Bears. Um, Jordan Love doing his thing. Bears just com- look like a clown car show out there. And then the Lions going into Arrowhead and winning on the road. And you know, I think some favorable circumstances for them. But I'm going to give them a lot of props for being able to win that football game. And, and we've seen the Lions lose that game a hundred different ways over the years. They didn't at Arrowhead against Mahomes. So they get a lot of credit. They go to five for me. Would you be so bold as to say that win deserves an asterisk? No. Like Mike Tirico did. No. No, I, not at all, man. I hate that when we people diminishing wins in the NFL, nothing. Wins are wins. Dude, are you kidding? You're not going to get to the end of the year and Detroit's going to win 10 games and say they made the playoffs, but only kind of because they didn't play Kelsey and Jones in week one. Yeah. That game's going to feel like 100 years away in about six weeks. I have good news for you. I also have the Packers at four and the Lions at five. All right. So what was our differences in the top five? Uh, San Francisco at one for you, Dallas at one for me, and flip-flop. So we had some movers and shakers here in the top five. We'll see what the rest of this looks like here in just a moment. But first, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, Kyle's calling a timeout. Time out. No one cares about my fantasy team, but we care about yours. And so does eBay Motors. And so does Vinny Iyer. And every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson had a tough time running in week one against the Eagles and saved his fantasy value with six catches for 64 yards. Expect him, according to Vinny Iyer, expect him to get going on the ground in week two after doing a little with his first 12 carries of the season. The Dolphins, I don't know if you heard about this, they got gas for 208 yards and two touchdowns against the Chargers. Stevenson's burst and quickness makes it an even more favorable matchup against Miami's pass rush oriented front. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
there is nothing worse than having one of those lights on your dashboard on, by the way. Correct. I just had tire, I just had tire pressure light on for like four days trying to figure it out. He's got to put a little more uh, air in there, Kyle. Well, yes, I did, but I have one of those, uh, the, the pumps at home. Mm-hmm. And when you pump, it shows one number, but then if you let it sit, it recalculates the PSI while it's not actively pushing air in, and it's a different number. So I only just figured that out. So it was like the third time I put air in my tires, I'm sitting here freaking out. Like, do I have a leak? Do I have a, do I have a nail in my tire? Like what's, do I have a broken sensor? What's going on? I might have to go to eBay motors and have a guaranteed fit for my, my Volvo S80. No, I don't. Um, I just didn't know how to read the, the pressure gauge while I was putting air. In oh, my tire. Well, wow. I just, I, I just, the third time I put air in, I learned how to properly read the, the how it reads the psi when it's static and not actively pumping air and it went away so we're we know that that volvo is going to make sure everything is safe that's right uh, for kyle Krabs and that very safe vehicle i'm gonna have a second car seat in the back uh, <laughs> what's that like who a little dad wagon rolling around that would be fun <laughs> the mustang to the dad wagon the, yeah we would up is real here it's better than a, a minivan i guess but let's if you want to hear, you should actually take for your team that Vinny Iyer recommended. Check out Locked On Dolphins. I'll tell you why you guys should take T. Higgins and not Ramondre Stevenson this week. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, we're going to go six through ten here on our power rankings. Uh, I right. have a team that was victorious in Week One in my sixth spot, and it is the New Orleans Saints, who I had at five last week. Uh, same. I have the Saints at Let's six. Go, they jump up a spot right ahead of them at seven. So yes, that's cool. Pump. They win the win a game. Defense looks good. Rashid Sahid, man. Nice little play. Make some plays, dude. Make some plays. Yeah. Nobody cares about my fantasy team. What's that? Did you see the mic'd up with him and Carr? No, I didn't see it. Carr's like, hey, if be be ready for me to give you a shot to, to, to win this thing. If we call it, run. And sure enough, they called the shot down the sideline mm. to him. And he burned them down the sideline. That's so it was fun. cool to see the pre- pre-play conversation on the sideline and then they go out and they execute it was cool yeah i was offered a third round pick in dynasty for rashid sahid and i should have taken that deal big mistake mm. talked myself into him being the third option in the passing game maybe fourth but uh dumb should listen to vinnie iyer probably would have number seven deal. yeah number right. seven i have a team that lost uh as do i a team that did not look good at all at all seattle, seattle. The Seattle Seahawks are my number seventeen. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we got to bounce back quick there, man. They got diced up by the Rams. Diced up without Cooper Cup. Well, I think the concern is the tackles, right? Yeah, they go with Jason Peters is now. Part they just of signed Jason Peters. I know that both the young guys got banged up. Um, did you wait? Did you see the roster? Somebody put a tweet out there. I can't remember who it was of the roster of like the players that the the Seahawks have gotten late in their career, like Jason Peters and Jerry Rice and. Carl Ellers and Warren Moon and uh, did I say Adrian Peterson? Like their roster of these random players, they Greg Olson, all time greats that are all time greats. Harry tail end of it. Go play a little ball here in Seattle to close this out. It's incredible. That's fun. Yeah, they um, that was a big surprise as far as personnel and roster. But we talked when we talked on Monday, the reaction to that game with the, the coaching element of that with McVay and Raheem Morris and how that elevated a roster that were pretty underwhelming. And you pair that with the success that Los Angeles has had. 
And then, of course, uh, the GOAT himself, offensive rookie of the year, Puka Nakua. And right. it's a winning formula for the Rams. So we'll right, see how right, Seattle Wait, right now he might be the offensive rookie of the year. I, w- I would be willing Jordan to bet Addison there. maybe not- has a case? Puka Nakua. We'll have to check in on this at some level of regularity. The the rookie Awards performance. Yeah. 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 Well, number right, so eight. Saints Seahawks were chalk there together. Yep. Number we eight. did not we did not cross-reference this no. in, in any capacity beforehand. We never would. Uh, I have a team that won in, in the eight spot. Me too. The Atlanta Falcons. Oh, really? Did you go with the Rams? Yeah, I went with the Rams. Well, there's not that many more teams at once. So. <laughs> right. Did you go Falcons at nine? Uh, no, worry. we got a ways to go before we get to Atlanta. Really? They yeah, won I'm that football a... game, right? They did. Hater Joe Marino. Okay, so let's talk. I have Rams at nine. So you have an eight, I have a nine. Let's talk about the Rams. I mean, Stafford looked like vintage Stafford without his best weapon. They had much more going for them on defense than I thought they would. Their coaching clearly showed up in this game. Um, I think that maybe we underestimated the floor. And so for now, I mean, dismantling the Seahawks, that's going to, I mean, on the road, that's going to get you a little bit of my attention, especially based on how some of these other teams look that wind up falling down. So a big riser for me is the Rams. Well, I think shame on us for underestimating the floor because the roster power rankings, when you put in the coaching, this was the 18th ranked team in our project. Now, Seattle was 15th, so see, we did have Seattle as the better team, but they were a lot closer in the roster power rankings than than what I think they were in our minds because yeah. of all, all of the youth that existed. But kudos to them. They, they did. They look good offensively, or at least they Stafford looked good, I should say. Not Cam Akers. Not Cam Akers. 22 carries for 29 yards. Kyle. The Peyton Barber conversation is going to shift real quick to Cam Akers if this doesn't change. We'll see. He's getting a lot more volume than that, right? Twenty. What's the lowest amount of carries a player has ever gotten in a single game with twenty-two or more carries? It's got to be twenty-nine. It's got that's got to be an all-time bad amount of yards for amount of carries. Yeah, we're going to have to do the research. Some. I don't. I'm, how, how about that twenty twenty running back class right now? Akers, Dobbins, Taylor's on the pup. Zach Moss. Edwards Hilaire. Yikes. That was such a promising group. It was it that you ran like five deep with guys. You were like, yeah, I could, that guy could be the RB one. That guy could be the RB one. Oh, I have to, hold, hold on. I'm, tell, tell me who your, was it your nine team is who we need? Yeah. So I have the Rams at eight at nine. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Yeah. I didn't feel great about it. Um, but I don't feel great about the other teams either. So I want to give them credit for the win, credit for Baker Mayfield, kind of looking like a good version of himself. Um, the veteran playmakers made some plays. They get a little bit of credit for me for this. Just, and, and it's a lot about the other teams as well. So there's that. Are you ready to take this journey with me right now? Yeah. What is it? What's the journey? Is it about the yards and all that? No, it's the, that that 2020 running back class. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, why don't we do it after the break? All right, we'll do it after, after. the break. So, so let, we'll we'll quick finish here. Uh, I, as I said, I have the Rams at nine. So we're to talk about them. The Falcons, I had at eight. We'll save the Falcons conversation for when you bring the Falcons up. 
and we can talk about why we disagree. Your number 10 team is the Minnesota Vikings, correct? No. That's who I have at 10. 10's the Giants for me. Okay, I have the Giants at 11, so I'll spoil the first part of. So I have the Vikings at 11, so we'll spoil that for me too. Okay, okay, cool. So 6 through 11 for you is New Orleans, Seattle, L.A., Tampa, New York, Minnesota. You got it. And I have New Orleans, Seattle, Atlanta, L.A., Minnesota, New York as my middle six. So now we have a back five that we got to we got to go over when we're ready. All right. We'll get to that here in just a moment. But first, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical, it's simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Folks, you got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America and is easily the most exciting way to play DFS. The format, I love it. It's awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you versus thousands of other players, including pros, including sharks. All you do is you select two or more players, you pick more or less on their projected stats, and then you place your entry. It doesn't take long. You can make your picks in under a minute, and the withdrawals are super, super quick. And I love when I'm going to watch a football game, you you make sure you have a prize picks entry going into the game, and it just makes it that much more exciting. So go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, so I did a little bit of advanced scouting on the teams that you have left. I think I have a guess, but we we kind of stumbled into this 2020 running back class. RB1 was who? Like in terms of draft order, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was first. Yes, drafted with a 32nd overall pick. Running back two, we didn't even mention this guy when talking about how underwhelming this class was last time. Or, or just a few minutes ago. Yeah, 35th overall pick, Detroit Lions. Oh, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, the no-brainer best back in hindsight. Unfortunately injured last year. Unfortunately starting the year on the PUP right now. We'll see if he comes back and plays for the Colts, if he goes somewhere else. Uh, 41st overall. Cam Akers, 52. J.K. Dobbins, 55. A.J. Dillon, 62. Probably the second best back in the class. Mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson, 66. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn, 76. Yeesh. Zach Moss, 86. Oosh. Darrington Evans, 93. Yikes. Josh Kelly, 112. Okay, he's doing meaningful things. I think he's kind of jaggy, but I, I think he's upgradable, but he's, he's got a, a role. At least he's a big physical back that can catch got a the role. Ball, right? That's a role. Yeah. Well, Michael P. Ryan, 120. Mm. Anthony McFarland, 124. Mm. DJ Dallas, 144. Jason Huntley, 172. 
Eno Benjamin, 222. This was not the class we Raymond thought. <laughs> so for all the buzz, we said five guys could be the RB1. You got one star back. You got a, a high-caliber RB2 in Green Bay. And Josh Kelly. And Josh Kelly, <laughs> Wait, right? Hey, Claude Edwards-Alaire. Joke's on us. Andy Reid said he's our starter. <laughs> we watched that Thursday night game expecting to see Isaiah Pacheco. Clyde edwards is getting the ball. How about DeAndre Swift, like one touch for three yards? Yeah, that I think I think they miscalculated who their best back is. I, it might be Rashad Penny, and he was inactive on purpose. I don't I don't think it's a question. From a talent perspective, I don't think it's a question. Give the ball. They, they, seem to, they seem to like Kenny Gainwell a lot. I do too, as like an ancillary component of your offense, kind of an X Factor type guy, but like right. not a volume player for me. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, two touches for three yards the season opener. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Uh, I'm going to guess your 12 team is Atlanta. There it is, Atlanta. I'm going to guess your 13 team is Carolina. It's not. It's Chicago. Then then 14 is Carolina. Carolina. And then you go Commanders and Cardinals. To yeah. Cardinals. I think the bottom four is pretty obvious to me. You can debate the order, but I think it's those four teams. I just have Chicago and Carolina flip-flopped. So I have Carolina at 13 and Chicago at 14. Atlanta's a team that we feel pretty different on. Where did you have them? Eight. And I had them 12. I think that's a pretty big difference. I mean, so you had them at 10, so you dropped them two spots. Yeah. I had them at 10. They came up two spots, but it's because teams like New York flopped. I had New York at eight. They flopped. I had Minnesota in front of them, and they did not look good against the Tampa team that we are super underwhelmed with. And and sorry, I know Tampa won the game, but the offense is still not particularly promising to me. Mm-hmm. So I, it's more of a testament of, I think, everything – in the back half of the conference, I feel like is, is the wild West and super wide open to interpretation. So yeah, I, I agree. It, it's less about my conviction for Atlanta and more about the fact that Jesse yeah. Bates looked good. Bijan Robinson looked good. They ran the ball effectively and they won on the road against the divisional phone. They were home. They were home team. Oh, excuse me. They, yeah. I just won feel like the they, they need games to go a certain way to win. Um, I'm just very concerned about their passing offense. Um, I thought their offensive line and pass protection should have been better, uh, all things considered. I mean, I love Bijan and Algier. I think that's a a nice tandem. Um, mm-hmm. Their defense showed a, a nice amount of punch, but I don't think Carolina has much to be concerned about with their offense uh, right now with those separators. I mean, I'm not a big Miles Sanders fan. I think their offensive line uh, is missing uh, Corbett right now. Bryce Young, I mean, maybe objectively the worst starting quarterback in week one. So, I don't know, man. You went there, huh? I mean, I, I watched a lot of football. Pro Football Focus would agree with me. He ranked the lowest graded starter in week one as well. So, How about Chicago? If, if you guys have a free hour laying around in your day, Nobody did a better job of encapsulating how much of a disaster Chicago was in week one than JT O'Sullivan over at the QB school. Uh, very enlightening. 
not safe for work. So don't wear, don't listen at work <laughs> or if you do have headphones on. Um, and I feel like it's worth acknowledging Joe, because a lot of the issues that, that JT had pointed out, I had a chance to watch it. I agree with, with all of the things that he pointed out, the cohesiveness of the offense and why they're trying to do what they're trying to do or how they're trying to do things, I think was the biggest surprise because we've talked a lot about how Getsy and company, what they did in the quarterback run game and with their running game was really impressive last year. The passing game's a nightmare. It's a, there, there's a lot that leaves to be desired from an execution standpoint, from a scheme standpoint. And Justin Fields is not immune from his fair share of the blame as well. So it just, it really kind of exudes this sense of we're, we're just not being very well coached right now. Not a lot of rhyme or reason to what we're doing. You know, 38 points to green Bay as well. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be a pretty good defense, right? No, we knew they weren't. I think they thought they were going to be a pretty good defense. Well, then, Then be honest with yourself. No, they, they haven't been. Bears Bears fans have not been honest about what so that you're team talking is. about double digit wins. Right. Get out of here. You you have you can't have an unserious defensive line and talk to me about 10, 10 wins. You needed signing Yannick Ngakwe at the eleventh hour to have one confident pass rusher on the team. Yeah. Two rookie defensive tackles. You invest in those linebackers and have nothing in front of them, literally. Nah. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna get much better. Who's Chicago play this week? We'll talk about that tomorrow, right? We got picks. Oh, good call, Joe. Wow. Good Whoa. You'll find – don't go to ESPN.com and find out. Come back here. Come back. We'll tell you. We'll pick the game. Find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. We are Locked Up with I appreciate you guys checking out the show. Made a great rest of your Wednesday. Tomorrow, NFL's back. Thursday Night Football right around the corner. So plan accordingly. We hope to see you tomorrow and enjoy the rest of your day.